This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. It's a Monday morning, time for Mike Bernard, an analytical strategist helping churches, mission organizations and you and I to understand the season that we live in. He's busy wiping the egg yolk off his lips with his serviette before he gets into conversation with us. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, Brad. Goodness, you guys set the week off with uh, some cheesy... Talk, didn't you? <laughs> Good morning to the listeners as well. Uh, yes, I don't think many people like cheese as much as Elmer likes cheese. And now we're adding egg. And you should see, she's, I've never seen her this happy. Uh, just talking about food makes Elmer really happy. Hope you're well, Mike. Thank you. We've been speaking and Elmer has been ensuring everybody knows to go and check out The Third Way, to go and read the articles uh, that you're writing. This seems like a, a time when we feel a little bit at odds. Um, and we need to kind of connect with something. So if you just remind our listeners where they can read some of the stories that you're writing, if we need to latch on to an understanding around a major topic in the world, Mike loves writing about these things. Mike, if you can give us a quick intro there. Yeah, thank you so much, Brad. I really encourage you. I'm, I'm desperately trying to look at what's happening in the world from a kingdom perspective. You know, I, I keep on encouraging people, don't look at the geographical, look at the theographical, the, the God perspective. Understand that... Hmm. As soon as you look at the geographical, you know, irregardless of where you stand, you sort of align yourself. And once you align yourself, you lose a kingdom perspective. Think theographical. In other words, when God looks at Israel and Gaza, at both nations, uh, what does he see? He sees the vulnerable, the broken, the hurting, the lost, those who have never heard the gospel. And that's our perspective as well. So please go to the third way. So in Afrikaans is a die derde weg. So we're talking about, you know, instead of just being a passive Christian or an aggressive Christian, find the third way, and that's responding with the spirit of the fruit. So the thethirdway.org. Um, go and have a look. The latest one article that I wrote this past weekend is Statistics in Gaza Don't Bleed. Think again. Hmm. Mike, there's a lot happening in the news. Uh, Namibia's president has passed away. Bafana Bafana through to the semifinals. Um, retaliatory attacks by the U.S. I'm not sure where you're anchoring your uh, news perspective this morning, but we'd love to hear what you've got for us, Mike. I think two quick things, Brad. First of all, you know, the, the whole what's happening in the Middle East is obviously still a news event number one. And what we're seeing at the moment is that Israel said they're going to invade um, Rafah, which um, if you look at Rafah at the moment, half of the population of Gaza, in other words, more than one million people, um, have fled the whole of Gaza and now lives in Rafah. So Rafah, um, a city about a little bit bigger than Disney World, if you can put it that way. Wow. It's about a, a third wow. bigger than, than Disney World, just to give you an idea. And the people in Gaza is about the population of Port Elizabeth or Dallas, Texas, just to give you an idea. So take the full population of Port Elizabeth and put it in Disney World. That's what you get at the moment. Uh, you find in, in Rafah at the moment, you find that there's about one toilet for every 500 people and one shower for about every 2,000 people, just what? to give you an idea of the desperate situation. And I just think as Christians, uh, regardless of where you stand this morning, we just need to pray for the people of this region. Uh, the hardship, um, Brad, we, we cannot even begin to comprehend it. 
Um, you know, if you just think about 1.9 million people being homeless, 85% of the population of Gaza have, have lost their homes, have lost their positions, have lost their hope. So, yeah, let us just um, really in our prayers this morning pray for the people of this region. Pray that there will be peace. Um, a lot of people say, yeah, but it's the fault of Hamas. It, let's not go that route. Let's not find the guilty party. Let's look at the vulnerable and the broken, and let's see how God could intervene through his church. So let's pray for the church especially. Brad, another thing that's on my radar this morning is we haven't spoken about this this year yet, and that's the new World Watch list um, from Open Doors has been released. For me, it's always a highlight at the beginning of the year um, when Open Doors look at the church globally. Um, and they look at the most closed countries in the world, where countries where Christians are persecuted most. Um, I have been personally, I believe, consecrated to serve the persecuted church. I've been doing that for nearly 50 years now. Um, my heart is just so overwhelmingly attached mm. to Christians mm. where faith costs most. And, and my love for the past 50 years has just grown into the regions, and that includes also especially the Middle East. Um, Syria, Lebanon, Egypt, wherever it might be, you know, to serve the persecuted church. So, yeah, the, the new World Watch list released every January um, says that North Korea is still the most closed country in the world for the gospel of Jesus Christ, with Somalia being second, Libya third, and then Eritrea being fourth. And it's it's interesting to understand, Brad, that more than half of the world's population lives in countries where Christians are being persecuted. If you look at countries like like China and you look at countries, you know, like, um, well, if, if we just, India being 11 on the list, uh, the biggest country in the world, where people do not have the freedom to do exactly what we're doing at the moment, and that's listening to the gospel of Jesus, being encouraged through the word of God, listening to other believers encouraging us. And I think this morning, I would like to encourage listeners to spend some time today in prayer for the persecuted church. If you do nothing else today, do that. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, 26, if one member of the body suffers, then the whole body suffers. And if we don't share that suffering, if we don't share that pain, then we have some kind of spiritual leprosy where the nervous system is not working. We need to feel the pain of those who belong to the body of Christ. So, yeah, that's really on my heart this morning, Brad, the, the the persecuted church, and all the, also the, the, the suffering uh, within the region of Israel and Gaza. I'm quite taken by this list of the 50 most uh, close countries to the gospel in the world and how many African nations are represented in that 50. It's sort of overwhelming. You get this idea. I'm not sure where I've got this idea from. Maybe somebody listening would feel the same, that this is quite a, um, this is, one would almost excuse areas of North Africa, but if you look at the, the continent as a whole, you would assume that this has been a, a country that's received the gospel in some way, shape, or form and would be heavily leaning towards following the Christian faith. I don't know why I feel that way, maybe some of the statistics we're reading or whatever, but to see such a massive number of African countries in the top 50 list, Mike. Yeah, absolutely, Brad. And if you think more than two out of every three Christians that were martyred last year came from Nigeria. Mm. Um, more than 66%, you know, so, so just have an understanding that more Christians are martyred for their faith on this continent that we live in than anywhere else in the world. And I'm, you know, we're talking about the upcoming elections and everything. And I just want to say to Christians, um, you, get your backside moving because we really have an opportunity in this nation to exercise our freedom 
to exercise the greatest gift that God has given us, and that is to go to an election, choose a government, and make something of the freedom that we have. We, we are one, Brad, this is really important, we are one of the most free countries in the world regarding religious freedom. So much so that you can, you can say it anywhere, and you can say it to everyone. And obviously we say it in love. That, that's one of, I mean, the foundations of Christianity. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm against hate speech like anybody else, because I believe what we say, we say we, with conviction and love. But man, we've got freedom, Brad, and we've got to use it, and we've got to use it in a godly way. So we have so much to be thankful for in this nation of South Africa. That's the voice of Mike Bernard. Thank you for shining a light on that. And just before we go, it's really nice to see Bafana Bafana doing well, Mike. Um, you know, we've been so Springbok crazy over the last while with the World Cup and, and all of that. And it almost feels like we've, we've so far removed many people from Bafana Bafana in terms of supporting it as a, a nation of South Africa. But I think we're all waking up now and saying, hang on a moment, something's happening. Let's get behind them. Yeah, I, I need to have a private word with Almeri a little bit later. Um, uh, Almeri, um, Nigeria doesn't play cricket. Uh, how glorious, how glorious to see Bafana Bafana coming to their right again. You know, we were all so excited when they won, won the Africa Cup of Nations a few years, a number of years ago. Yeah. And there, there's some glimmer of hope again that, that the soccer team is on the upwards curve. And I just think how gloriously how sport is uniting this nation, whether it be rugby, that is traditionally um, not a sport associated with our African community. And now soccer, you know, which is traditionally, and I'm generalizing now, not associated with, with our white population. But all of a sudden, we all join hands and we say, this is our nation. This is our national team. I'm going to definitely watch that game. And I'm looking forward to seeing Bafana Bafana going one step further um, for the first time in many, many years. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> if you want to share this that you've heard from Mike this morning, maybe listen to it again and uh, get an idea of what it is that's on his heart and sharing it in a way that you understand, then share it with someone else as well today on kpulpit.co.za. You just click podcasts, scroll down until you see Christian Perspective on the news. It has its very own channel. You'll find it there later this morning. Mike, as always, a massive thanks to you and have yourself a really great week. Thank you, Brad, to you, Almarie, and the listeners. Have a wonderful week. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.